On this week's show, the beginning is the ending. Welcome to the first episode in a series of podcasts intended to give listeners a look into the lives of students at Noble Academy, students who have a variety of learning differences that make it difficult for them to learn under what has become a standardized education system that plays to the strengths of the majority but leaves the strengths of many incredible students untouched and unexamined. In this series, we will hear from those students, from their teachers and their parents, as well as experts in the field of teaching and learning. As I record this first episode, we are a week and a half away from students returning to school. Their teachers will return a week before they do, so it's safe to say that our community is squeezing in every last bit of summer that they can before the school year officially begins. So I thought it would be appropriate to look back to the ending of last year, the 2015 graduation ceremony. When I started teaching at Noble Academy, which at the time was called Guilford Day School, as the art teacher in 2006, my experience of graduation was probably a lot like yours. Long lists of names, a few speeches, you file out of the gym, and you're done. You throw your cap in the air. It was such a boring thought to me that I actually skipped my own college graduation, and a few years later I would skip my graduate school ceremony as well. As I learned about the ceremony at Noble Academy, I knew it was not something I would ever want to miss. I'm Susan Hughes. I am a teacher at Noble Academy, juniors and seniors, and usually the senior advisor. And when did like when did you start being a part of graduation? How long? I believe you've been here forever, right? Yes. And <laughs> however long I've been here, the year that I came, I was given graduation. Really, like the very first year. Mm-hmm. The person who had done it for the few years that there had been a graduation before that was leaving that I mean left the same year that I came okay and other you know we there wasn't there were like five high school teachers and the others wanted the grades that they had so I inherited and I'm not I think this is my 25th year but I'm not positive <laughs> somewhere in there. at some point it just you know it's not worth counting right <laughs> I just have lost count <laughs> so how did some of the like in my mind when I think of graduation there's sort of the three really different things there's the you know, the theme and the presentation of the, you know, individual yeah. aspect of the theme to the students. Yeah. There's allowing whatever student wants to speak gets to speak, mm-hmm. and then inviting the parents up on stage. Mm-hmm. Did those originate with you, or did some Two of that come of those from three before? originated with me. Okay. The first thing you need to know is that Noble Academy is small. Senior classes ranged in the last several years from as low as six to as high as 18. Each year begins with a theme that the faculty picks to represent the group identity that the class has made for itself over the years. What are some of the more memorable themes that you've done? Oh, like I remember my first year was cars, and that was probably the hardest one. That I hardly really knew these cars. kids, that was and hard. I had to come up with some I car thought, metaphor. You know, do you remember the year we did roller coasters? I did not. That, that was, was extremely hard. <laughs> Um, that sounds pretty hard. We did musical instruments, which I loved, mm. because that was, you know, like I still remember, partic- you know, like the person that was a piano was was not only, um, you know, pl- you know, had a m- melodious kind of personality, but was but kind of carried the tune for the class right. and that kind of stuff. And the drums was like, you know, the the more that's cool. The ADHD. I mean, you know, that was a fun one to do. The record titles, I love. The, you know, this, yeah, this, I love that one. Each song was actually presented without naming the student until somewhere towards the end of the speech, at which point the student came up and was presented with a framed gold record with their song title on the cover. Very slow. And I've been the course of years. 
our nominee has come out of the proverbial shell. He can joke around and be silly. As we saw in the video, this artist will strike a random pose at the August Times. He has willingly worn a cheerleading uniform for a fabulous dance performance. And most recently, he has become the English class reader. But only if the other students will be serious and not ask to sit in his lap. We <laughs> <laughs> really have come to his own. This nominee is calm, he's cool, collected, and held in high regard. So go ahead and tell everybody. You can tell everybody. Cam's the man. And have on politically. The winner for entertainer of the year to this all time demand is Cameron Goodman. <laughs> about that too is the fact that we unveil it kind of mysterious I mean you know we don't I love to watch the faculty and the you know some of the parents and stuff trying to figure out who it is I think that's fun yeah as a teacher and administrator though the most moving parts of the ceremony for me are the speeches of the students themselves typically at graduations we get to hear the thoughts of the valedictorian or the class president and though I'm sure there are a great many speeches by many reliably successful students the stories of a Noble Academy student are almost always different. The challenges they had to overcome to reach that stage are of the type that lead many students to drop out of school or to scrape by in the back of the class in their public school. It's incredible to listen to a teenager standing in front of a room of strangers telling about some of the worst times of their lives and how they reached where they are today. One of my teachers about the change, she told me that I not only did past this work, but I made the first grade of anybody. She told me that. And that's still stuck with me today. And that really, it really did hurt. But thankfully, my parents knew that I needed to change. And they had been looking for a more suitable school for me for years. And finally found what would happen. 
Well, they told me that this, that Oakland Academy was like a school for kids, but it is a small class and preparing to It sounded way too good to be true. comes to a close, each graduate is called up on stage to receive their diploma. But here again the process is different. In addition to the student, members of his or her family are called up on stage as well. One family member, usually the father, is given the diploma to hand to their child. Another, usually the mother, moves the tassel to mark the transition from student to graduate. And But the parents always were invited to come up on stage and participate in the receiving of the diploma. That was from the so original concept, yeah. Okay. I had this moment, you know, when the parents went up on stage, and, you know, obviously I have Emmett now, and I was thinking, oh, that's so cool. It's going to be so nice when I get to go up there. And then I was like, no. Only if he's here. I won't. <laughs> I won't get to do that. I know. <laughs> it's kind of I blew did, my I mean, mind. It's, that's so special. And, you know, that was based on the original philosophy of the school, which it still is, is it's a triangular right. responsibility. The student, the teachers, and the parents are all in it together. The whole ceremony was summed up for me by the final words of Cecilia Swain in her graduation speech, words that I think stand at the heart of what students with learning differences need to embrace in order to not just make it through school, but to excel. I think they are words for our students to live by. 
I met my mother far before I noticed you to the same. <laughs> my mom is my most wonderful teacher. She has taught me so many things, too many to attack in such a little speech. Some of her teachings come in the form of stories that are repeated so many times that my sister and I make fun of her. <laughs> One such story is the Mexican cheese story. So did you know that Elche cheese is hard to get off the plate? That's the whole story. <laughs> I know because my mother has told me thousands of times. The more my sister and I make fun of her, the more she told the story. Though we make fun of her, the story does have a purpose. The hard, gross, menial tasks are just as important to your success story as any other task. Just one of the many lessons she taught me from a seemingly silly story. I can thank so many people for all of the times they've helped me and for all they've taught me. My wonderful grandparents, my Japanese tutor, my amazing stepdad, really every single person who is here for me today, and all of my classmates. But honestly, I need to say that I'm happy I kept going when I thought that I couldn't. I had so many people to help me along the way, and I'm forever grateful. But if I hadn't made the decision to keep going, all the help in the world wouldn't have mattered. So, I would just like to say, for anyone out there who may be struggling right now, a great future doesn't require a great past. Thanks for listening this week. A special thanks to all the graduates of 2015. If you would like to see the rest of the graduation ceremony, you can find that video on our YouTube channel. And the link to that is on Noble Academy's webpage, noblenights.org. That's knights with a K. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Difference, and keep an eye out for upcoming episodes each week to look into the lives, struggles, and successes of our amazing students. I'll tell you the most disastrous one we ever did. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the theme was some, had something to do with, you know, how you, the people that poured into your life for you to be who you were, you know. So we had, and, and also there was like six members of the class, but anyway, we had colored sand and anybody, we invited the faculty and anybody who felt like they had a part in the, this student being where they were today came up and got some one of the colors or something and poured it in that person's you know they had the bottles right. and were, they were making sand things <laughs> as you can imagine the idea was a lot better than the actuality of it <laughs> we never tried that was like creating it in the moment and yeah, right. we, you know we don't do that at all anymore but <laughs>